Hello and welcome to episode. Hello and what? Do you want to do it? Do you want to do it? Welcome to episode 131 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast, where we talk about the things that you nerd out about, and we nerd out about, and everybody nerds out about. Today is Monday, January, June 27th, the year of our Lord, 2016. I am Jeremy Holmes. I am joined by my lovely, delightful, charming partner in life and in love and in crime and in podcasting and in watching BattleBots, which recently came back to TV for its second season. Thank the Lord. Christina Wise. Hello. <laughs> we just watched BattleBots. I know. I can't believe you made me stop watching BattleBots <laughs> for this. Are you, um, did you watch the first season? You mean like a long time ago? Yeah. I mean, did you ever watch BattleBots? Yeah. Yeah. I have insomnia, so <laughs> I watched a lot of BattleBots and infomercials. Wait, you had you had insomnia. There's no way you have insomnia now. No. Uh, sometimes oh, I do. Do asleep. So, that's not true. And sometimes <laughs> I do. Sometimes I'll fall asleep right when I get to bed, and then wake up and stay up for hours. Hmm. You know that's true. Hmm. But yeah, I suffered from insomnia for years and years. Yeah, BattleBots and a lot of infomercials. And are you excited about the return of season two? Yeah. Well, I guess just season two, the return of the show, season two. What um, Can you explain what BattleBots is for maybe the uninitiated? You Teams of people build robots to try to murder yeah. other robots. Yeah. That's it. It's like the future. <laughs> Spinning... Like the- Spinning metallic wheels and flippers and flamethrowers. It's delightful. It's delightful. So I'm very excited. It's back on TV. I think that it's a show Ellie would love. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should wait until she gets back to watch it. Yeah. Oh, man. As always, we have a fun and exciting show full of fun and exciting information (laughs) for you guys. We have some follow-up and... uh, we had some festivities this weekend involving pride that I have some questions about, I guess, or maybe some feelings, some feelings about. Okay. I want to talk about them. I want to talk about them. Uh, some of our regular, regular segments coming back. I have a business idea I want to propose to you. Shark Tank style. You have a drone strike. We're going to test the, test the marital waters once again with an am I a jerk? And of course, everybody's favorite, everybody's favorite segment, Rad Space News. Some timely information. There's some stuff happening this week that's very exciting. Before the week is out, you guys, uh, history is going to be made in the world of robotic space exploration. And you, listener, get to take a front row seat and even participate in the project so i want to tell you about it but before we do that christy um you had a little adventure this weekend i did i had a lot of adventures but the story that i've 
been wanting to tell is sort of related to Jeremy's um, wanting to steal everyone's guns <laughs> and melt them into school buses. So I, my family goes to a Mariners game every year. We get a bunch of seats and mm. it's really fun. Um, I never usually watch the game. It's very boring to me. I pretty much hate baseball, but I go for the interaction and the people and just right. to be out. And at one point in the game, someone jumped. I called it a, him a streaker, but he was clothed kind of. He had on maybe underwear and a American flag coat, but he jumped from the bar section because there's a whole uh, bar where you don't have to have ticket. Well, you have to have a ticket to get in, but you can be anywhere and just be in this bar. He yeah. jumped from that section onto the field during play, ran mm. around, didn't really have an end game, just ran around until they, a couple of people tackled him. Well, we were there with a the, uh, couple of kids. There's about four kids. And there was one who I believe is nine or ten. And he just... He turned white and he was scared that the guy had a gun. And that's the state of the world we're in is that this kid's first thought was he had a gun and he didn't know what was going to happen. That's terrifying. It's very terrifying. It's very sad. And it sucks that that's the world that we live in. Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Man. That. So, I mean, what did he do? Like, did he, like, duck and cover? No, he just was, because everyone stood up and were laughing and, like, pointing. And Uh um, a lot of people were booing. And so it was, like, weird because it happened in the middle of a play. Why would people boo that? That's the best part of the game. He because he messed up the play. Yeah. So people were booing and there Nobody was a lot of commotion. Nobody actually cares about baseball in a baseball and game. all of a sudden you see three men in black jump up and like tackle a guy. <sighs> and so all he's hearing in the news all the time is people with guns going insane. So that's mm. his first thought is that there was a guy with a gun. Jesus. That's really sad. That's terrible. It is. But like my sister pointed out is why didn't he shoot why didn't he shout that guy has a gun and warn us yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah it's really really sad not looking out for you i guess guess Maybe not. he, he didn't more. care he ducks behind me is that a active bad thing? shooter no that's a great that's probably a great <laughs> choice that's probably take her choice. not me <laughs> but uh you know get some soft targets between him and the uh, yeah. <laughs> between him and the the attacker well that's terrible and uh, heartbreaking. It is. Jesus. I was kind of expecting like a lighthearted, funny story about the streaker at the Mariners game. But uh, no, no. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah. They don't ever televise those, right? Like the streaking I, situation. I don't know. It's That's like... what everyone said, that they cut it. And I was in the chat. I was in this group chat that we have. And someone was watching it. And she said, is that guy wearing an American flag like on him, wrapped around him? So I don't know how much she saw or how much they televised. I'm glad that we as a country. I don't watch baseball, so I don't care. <laughs> I'm glad that we as a country can at least come together uh, on one thing. That is apparently we're not going to televise people streaking at baseball games. Right. Not, not anything else that actually right. endangers public safety or anything. But 
Uh, but definitely streakers. Let's. Uh, well, because then they can get fined can if there's wieners about that. flying around. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Money talks, I guess. Money talks. Uh, all right. Well, we have some pieces of follow up. The follow up files. Christy, you said you had one regarding some clash a- clash class action lawsuits, which we've yeah. talked about. In the past. Yes. I believe last time we talked about it was the Starbucks Yeah, situation. and that's moving forward. It was just a proposed one that's actually <laughs> moving forward. They got Somebody accepted. Is, there's a class action lawsuit against Starbucks because their ice drinks, their are, ice drinks are not actually, you don't actually get the amount of liquid promised in said ice drinks. Yeah. Well, so I have thoughts about this. If I'm going to get free drinks, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, Wait, is this the... Is this the follow-up no. that you had? Oh, no. no. Oh, this is just... an asterisk onto it. <laughs> Got it. Okay. But they never say, buy this drink, it's 20, full, four, it's 20 full ounces of said liquid. Right? Uh, I don't know. I think there's probably a reasonable expectation that there is, if they say, you know, a large is 24 ounces, then I think that you can expect to have... Somewhere in Do the they ballpark ever say of that? 24 ounces. Do they ever say that a large is a... Yeah, they have they don't the ounces. Even have... They have the ounces on there. If you order like a grande, like a grande it, you can say, how big is a grande? And they'll say 16 ounces. Yep. So I think that there's a reasonable expectation. Okay. Anyway, we don't need to get so too So you you too should be the, the judge in that. <laughs> I just want free drinks. Yeah. I would be down with free drinks. Yeah. yeah. So... I have two two lawsuits that are of similar um <laughs> similar nature that I just got my credits in. One is a Amazon Apple ebooks antitrust settlement for amazon.com. I have $1.57 in my Amazon account to buy books. Hmm. And in my Barnes and Noble for the same for the same issue I have $20.79. Nice. Towards nice. my nook. There we go. So, class action lawsuits do matter. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Hey, those nickel and dimes add up. That's what I love to say. $20 is not a nickel nor a dime. Well, with inflation these days, <laughs> it's getting close. Yeah. Um, okay. Great. Well, that's the class action update <laughs> from uh, Christina Wise. Um, I had a couple pieces of, th- there's been, we've talked, kind of had a progressive conversation over the last couple weeks regarding firearms, th- thanks, not thanks to, that's a terrible terminology, mm-hmm. kind of stemming from the uh, shoot, the recent mass shooting in Orlando. And I, I've made a plea a couple weeks in a row for anybody that owns assault rifles, just wondering why you need to own them. Jeremy had some thoughts last week about personal protection and uh, I should say, I don't know if he actually – I don't believe that Jeremy Henson, our guest last week, actually believes that you need to have them for personal protection. But he was saying that that's why people would want them. I actually had a listener reach out to me on Twitter mm-hmm. that owns an, an AR-15. Okay. So um, I got a direct message from Desmo Dog on Twitter. I don't okay. know. That's what his name is on here. All one word. Is it actually a dog? Desmo Dog, if you want to find him. doesn't appear to be a dog. Because I'd be okay no- with – Dogs having guns. Me too. Uh, He said, heard you asking about assault rifles, in quotes, 
assault rifles on yeah. the show. I owned one for about 20 years, AR-15. Any questions? And I said, why did you get it originally? I was probably 25 years old, had fired one in the Air Force, and wanted one of my own. So, uh, he just... Uh, you but know, doesn't have it anymore. He had No, he still does. Oh. He had shot it in the military. Mm-hmm. The rifle... The rifle in question, he had shot wow. it in the military uh, because the military uses this style of rifles for. <laughs> to that's defend themselves yep. in the country. Um, uh, I said, did you plan to keep it or get any more? Oh, sorry. I misspoke. I sold it to a buddy of mine a few years ago. He still has it. So if I want to shoot it, I can. I'm in California, so it's basically impossible to get one these days. I also don't go shooting anymore. I have three other guns, so dropping $1,000 on another AR isn't in the plans. Also, ammo prices are ridiculous. I have several friends outside of California who own them or even custom-built their own ARs. Um, so, you know, I asked him a few more questions. He gave me some feedback basically on the lines of he doesn't have a problem with expanded background checks and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he seemed like a pretty mellow dude. Um, pointed out that for, you know, for every one person that goes nuts and kills a bunch of people with an AR-15, there's, you know, a thousand. Well, I for every mass murdering nutter that has a high capacity semi-automatic rifle, there are literally tens of thousands of regular people who have them and never shoot anyone was what his feedback was. So anyway, Desmo dog, thank you for reaching out. I appreciate it. If there's anybody else there out there that has, a, 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 I guess we don't say assault rifle. I guess we say Why not? Um, high capacity. Why don't we say assault rifle? Well, because it's not, it's um, misleading. I, people get hung up on the terminology. So when I okay. w- the type of rifle that I'm curious about is high capacity semi-automatic rifles. If there's anybody else out there that has one, I'd be curious as to know why you have it, if you plan to keep it, um, and what you do with it, that kind of stuff. I'm just I know curious. it's an old Chris Rock joke, but I'm all for bullets costing two hundred dollars a piece. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so there was some, I, I think we mentioned last week, I think I was talking to Jeremy and I said, I feel like after this last shooting that the tide was kind of turning or maybe public sentiment was kind of turning. Hopefully. And we have had some, uh, regarding gun control and gun legislation in the United States. Uh, it seems like we have had some headway, I guess. Um, there was a pretty well publicized sit-in in the house, um, but prior to that, there was, a, a, I think, four separate pieces of legislation that were presented in the Senate, and none of them passed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two, two were proposed by the Republicans, two were proposed by the Democrats, um, both one piece of legislation from each camp um, speaking to what is being called the terror loophole, which, is, um, which allows people that are on the... Um, terrorist watch list to purchase firearms and um, another regarding uh, expanded background checks. So there was one piece of legislation proposed by uh, on each of those subjects by the Republicans and one by the Democrats. Um, and all four of them got uh, shot down. Basically, all the Democrats voted against the Republicans, all the Republicans voted against the Democrats, and nothing happened. Uh, after that, there was a sit-in in the House um, it appears that nothing came out of that. I mean, other than there's some news coverage, but mm. nothing, uh, you know, no big. I, I believe the House is no longer in session. They're they're 
um, what's that called when they take a break? Recess. There, yeah, they're in recess, uh, and nothing, no, nothing actually came of that. So, there. But it was exciting to watch. I watched probably twelve yeah, to fifteen hours of. It that. was exciting. Like, I mean, it was exciting and it was interesting. But I just am. It it feels very frustrating that our elected officials can't seem to. To agree on this, I, I, yeah. I just don't understand why, why. Well, I mean, I do understand. <laughs> I do understand why, but it's really frustrating to watch because it it makes me feel very disenfranchised by our political system, mm-hmm. and I just I don't know what I can do to change it or affect it, and it's just frustrating to watch this happen. You know. Yeah, for sure. I mean. It, yeah, regardless of whether assault rifles are illegal or not, like just watering it down to the very, very basic issue of expanded background checks. The overwhelming majority of Americans are in favor of these expanded background checks. Depending on what study you read, it's like anywhere from 60 to 70 percent uh, are in favor of some kind of expanded background checks being put in place. And Everybody can agree on that, but for some reason, we can't get our elected officials to actually do anything about it or come to any kind of compromise or any kind of agreement. Well, that's because the NRA gives them so much money for their elections. Yeah. yeah. It's just frustrating. It's frustrating to see. Uh, I will say there was a a, a victory today uh, in the, the Supreme Court came out with a ruling, six to two, that the justices ruled that reckless domestic assaults can be considered misdemeanor and restrict gun ownership. So that's good. That's good. That's. <laughs> I guess we could come, we could come we could come to that agreement that people that are uh, dealing with some kind of domestic uh, uh, situation should not be domestic abuse situation should not be allowed to to get guns. So that's good. But I will say, and this is the last thing, and then we can move on. Um, I will say this that uh when i'm feeling disenfranchised and frustrated with this political system i have found something that i can actually do that makes me feel like i'm taking some action okay. and that is so it's illegal it's not illegal that is let me rewind it is not illegal it's it against is against the terms, the terms of service on right. facebook <laughs> for you to buy and sell firearms on facebook um and it's really facebook thankfully makes it really easy to report things more often than not People will say really horrible, hateful, terrible things about people uh, on Facebook, and you can report them for abuse and that kind of stuff or harassment, and nothing ever comes of it. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to this firearm things, I don't know if it's just because of the recent news or whatever. Um, If you report a page or a group for buying and selling firearms, Facebook is very quick to (laughs) respond to the report. So you can like, I will go, if I have like 20 or 30 minutes, I'll go on Facebook and you can (laughs) just search like gun sale, Washington or AR 15 sale or firearm, whatever. I mean, Mm -hmm. whatever you want, there will be some group that comes up either a group or a page or whatever. You just report that page let them know that it's trying to sell firearms. There's a specific process for it. And usually within 24 hours, you get a note back saying that Facebook shut the page down. Nice. (laughs) So I followed this guy on Twitter that started retweeting people that are doing this. And probably over the last week, I mean, conservatively, I'm guessing 500 Pages or groups have been shut down just nice. from from what Can this guy is reporting. Can we get my cousin's reporting. page shut down? <laughs> is he selling guns? 
Well, he was that one time, remember? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if anybody, if anybody's posting or, or doing this, I mean, but this is like entire groups and community pages that are being closed down. So oh, this sounds know. fun. It's fun. It is fun. And it's really fulfilling when like you see the news that our elected officials can't seem to actually represent what so clearly the majority of Americans want <laughs> you, you, and it's just frustrating in the midst of that, you can go and, um, you know, hey. Small victory. <laughs> those those nickel and dime. You feel add power up. empowered. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Uh so that's enough. That's enough gun talk for today. <laughs> this is just turning into the uh AR fifteen cast, I guess. But um I wanted to talk about last weekend. Uh, another thing besides you seeing a maybe naked person draped in American flag, maybe not at the, at the Mariners <laughs> game, we went, it was um, pride weekend here in Seattle yes. and for the, well, fourth year in a row, I guess. I mean, how many prides have I known you now? Four, three since anyway, maybe the third year, we'll say yeah. third, maybe <laughs> fourth year consecutively. Yeah. We went down to the Seattle pride mm-hmm. parade and uh, so this is like, I mean, we've talked about on the show, I grew up in a very evangelical Christian household. I was a pastor. I was went to Bible college. I was like kind of steeped in, in that world for a really long time. <clears throat> the last probably five, uh, I need to change. Five is always my go-to number, mm-hmm. but it's starting to be closer <laughs> to 10, I guess, maybe seven, eight years. The last seven, eight years of my life has been really kind of um, slowly like, disconnecting from the machine (laughs) trying to deprogram a lot of the stuff that I didn't even know was so deeply programmed into my brain. Like my worldviews drastically changed. Um, and me and you, like when Neo took the red pill or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it is really depressing sometimes actually just like that. Um, and oddly enough, I also eat just nutrient rich broth. (laughs) just like they did that weird oatmeal stuff. Um, but uh, I mean, that's one of the big differences about me and you is that you grew up very liberal and kind of exposed to. I always had gay people in my life, not counting thinking. my dad, but also like their friends. And <clears throat> so that was always part of my life. I yeah. never saw it as something that was different or other or outside. Yeah. Yeah, and for me that has not been the case. Yes. Yeah, my yeah, we'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Um so I guess what I wanted to talk about was as it pertains to pride and and just all of this stuff is um I've noticed I've kind of sensed a little bit of an apprehension, I guess, in participating in pride like we've gone the last 3 or 4 years like we said. Um and I'm happy to go and we take our daughter, which is great. She's five. And I think that it's really good for her to just kind of have that be a normal thing for her, like grow up in a more, in a way where that's just normalized. And that's just the way it should be. Like, mm-hmm. hey, this is something that we celebrate and it's great. And, uh, but I, I have had this hesitancy to, you know, share or be really vocal or public sharing about that. I'm going like that. I'm at pride or whatever on social media, because it seems like, um, I mean, I was talking to you about it on the way home on Saturday. It, it feels like it's not, it's not a like it's not my party. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm happy to go there and I'm happy to be a part of it. And on one hand, I want to be supportive and embrace this community because it's great. And I think that, I mean, the, it started pride, the whole concept of it, from what I understand, it started as a, a political protest. I mean, it started as a riot. Like I, I saw videos from Turkey, I think, of protesters this last weekend, not of protesters, but of people based chanting. I believe it was love wins. I was, mm-hmm. I had to translate the <laughs> tweet yeah. or whatever. And as they were gathered around chanting this, the police came and were shooting them with rubber bullets. Yeah. And it wasn't too long ago that that type of thing was happening in the United States. And just getting together and get, gathering and having a party to celebrate, home, you know, homosexuality was a, a very strong political statement. And now, thankfully, it's becoming more and more normalized. It's the law of the land that same-sex marriage is legal. And and so I want I, – that's great. And I want to enjoy – you know, I want to celebrate that with gay people. But I mm-hmm. also – I notice that there's a tendency in – people that are kind of in the world that I watch of, you know, people that are trying to be, you know, more liberal or forward progressive, I guess you mm-hmm. could say, that they are, are like tripping over themselves to make sure that everybody knows that they're one of the good ones. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there's lots of guys that always talk about being a feminist. And yeah. I I find myself and I I mean I used to identify as a feminist or talk about being a feminist a lot. And I stopped doing it because it just seems, it seems like it's gotten to a point where it's kind of suspicious or Mm -hmm. questionable when guys do that. Like, are you doing this for kind of the notoriety or the credit or so women will think you're like one of the good ones or are you actually doing this? Like what feels really eye rolly and like, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I have a hard time. Like, you know, obviously, like I said, I, 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 I think that not going to pride would not be the right solution <laughs> because I think it's great to celebrate. And like I said, I want, I want my daughter to grow up in a world where that's totally normal. And, um, she feels like no matter what her sexuality is, it will be celebrated and embraced. And like, I, I want, I want her to grow up in that world. And so I don't want to not go, but at the same time, I don't want to, center i don't want to center the conversation about me you know what i mean mm-hmm. to the point where i i mean i a couple of times almost posted like some pictures and stuff when we were down there on saturday and kind of decided against it but i guess my question for you christy and maybe for the listener as, as a whole like mm-hmm. what what i mean what do you think about that oh am i speaking for gays now <laughs> no oh. no i mean like <laughs> but as somebody that's i'm not asking you to speak for gays i'm yeah. just saying like as somebody that grew up in a, I mean, I'm just figuring this stuff out. And in a lot of ways, you're farther ahead than me. I think that, so I've been going since I was in high school. And I would say that the parade itself is so much bigger. The support is so much bigger and it feels, it feels good. And I mean, I can't say because I have never marched in, um, in the parade, but, um, seeing companies like T-Mobile and Alaska Airlines and all the, you know, all the banks of, of Washington marching and all of their people, gay and straight and everyone out there promoting their companies. And that's great. That would never have happened even probably 10 years ago. 
So I think that that's great. And then seeing the thousands of people that are out there, most of them, I would say the majority, 90% of them were there saying, hey, we support this and we want to watch this and cheer you on and we're proud of you and this this is great. Yeah. We're here to celebrate you. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I asked um I asked one of my friends now this sounds like I'm being one of those people. I asked one of my friends that's gay cuz I have gay friends, Christy. Yeah, of course. I asked somebody that actually is gay what they mm-hmm. thought about it. <laughs> and basically what they said is don't just don't make it about you. Like don't. Yeah. So have a party and celebrate but don't make it your thing. Right. So Maybe I should just delete this whole section from the podcast. No, I don't think so. I don't, I just think not making it about you, I, I think that that's what we've done. Yeah. We go out and we celebrate with our friends and, you yeah. know, yeah, and say I tried- happy pride and you've met a lot of new people while you're there and... Yeah. And I, I mean, I tried explaining that to my... I tried explaining that to my daughter, too, yesterday when we were talking about it. Because I, she now knows uh, as the rainbow party that we mm-hmm. go to, and yeah. she likes it because she gets to go up to front by yeah. the by the fence, and people always come hand her lots of free rainbow trinkets and flags and stickers yeah. and candy and whatever. Um, but I also wanted her to understand what was going on, so I tried to explain it as best as I could in in five year old terms. You know that it used to not there. There are a lot of people in the world that think that it's not okay for men to like men and women to like women and you know they basically are saying they're basically having a party <laughs> in response to that and saying mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna celebrate who we are regardless of what you think about it yeah and she said that that's what she said that that's what i do when she's throwing a fit yeah. <laughs> is that we say that we usually say to her that we're gonna have a good day yeah <laughs> and i hope you choose to have a good day too but yeah. Like your mood isn't going to affect our mood. Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah, thought, basically. I thought that was funny yeah, that she connected good. those dots. Well, and I mean, she's been around long enough that she went to my dad's wedding. Yeah. And she loved it. I mean, because it was bright and rainbowy and flashy and yeah, lots of songs and dancing <laughs> and everyone thought she was super adorable in her rainbow dress. Um, but also she has other relatives that are gay, and yeah. so this this has to be taught to her that this is normal because in other aspects of her life and relatives, she's going to be getting an opposite message. Yeah. And so I've told her that before that, um, you know, she knows Papa Q and grandpa Rick and she loves them, but not everyone agrees that they should have the same kind of love that they do. Right. And, um, she, I mean, she understands that that's not okay. So that's good. And, it just makes me very happy that there, I mean, because when I would go, there was very little children or teenagers that were there. Um, we were some of the youngest people that would go and now it's, there's a lot. And I think that it's just more accepted. I saw more kids and teenagers and young adults yeah. being out and proud and, and that just like warms my heart and yeah, to see, awesome. Um, kids like Ellie, she will n- not hopefully grow up not thinking that anything's different or weird or wrong if yeah. we can help it. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. yeah. All right. The more you know. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, let's uh let's do this, Christy. Okay. Do you have a little time for a Shark Tank, a Shark Tank idea? Okay. I got a business idea that I want to propose to you. Okay. I'm hoping to get an investment from all the sharks tonight. <laughs> you want us all to go in? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just me and Brody. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Are you ready? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Hello, sharks. My name is Jeremy. I'm from Seattle, Washington, and I have a great business idea for you tonight. Uh, tonight, I'm asking for $150,000 for a 25% stake in my company, the Sex Euphemism Church Consultant. <laughs> How many times have you been at a church service and they're singing worship songs and you're not sure if it's a line from a dirty sex book or if it's a line from a worship song? The answer, every Sunday. <laughs> And I'm going to change that. <laughs> that that's it. <laughs> that's, my, what, that's my pitch. What's the name of your... Um, I, well, that's part of what the money's for. <laughs> part, part of the money's going to be to... to I have... Really... I, what, what, you know, this, I'm just like... What do they call it? Brainstorming. I'm just like, you know... <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Jesus in the streets, not in the sheets. Oh, that's good. What do you think? Oh, man, that's perfect. <laughs> That's it. I mean, yeah, the business name is Jesus in the Streets, not in the Sheets. <laughs> um, but I have a question. Can you please tell the story about what made this happen? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, there was an Instagram post that I came across today from an Instagram account called Faith Future Church. And this is the actual church. This is not a joke. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is a quote from a fairly famous speaker named Sean Bowles. I should say... Very big fish in a very small pond that happens to be the particular uh, portion of wackadoo Christians that I was a part of. Um, Love is the landing. (laughs) So there's a quote. There's a quote put on a wonderful backdrop here. Maybe I'll make it the show picture. Yeah. Because it's pretty great. It's very Jesus-y. Love is the landing strip for the presence of God. <laughs> and I love thinking about God's God loving landing strip. I like to know I want to see God's landing strip. <laughs> so then I can feel his presence. Yep. <laughs> so the so I found you this. You get to I feel about it. about like half an inch more of his presence. Yeah. When there's a landing strip. <laughs> I, sh- I shared I shared this Instagram fo- post with some friends and our our friend Dana, shout out to Dana, um said we need to start a business for sex euphemism consultants for churches, basically where we go around to churches and are, you know, just maybe they pay some kind of retainer to us. Um, and we, you know, we sit in on their, we sit in on their staff meetings on beepers. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Obviously all biz, all good businesses run on pagers. So we sit in on their staff meetings, uh, once a week, and then we come to their church Look services. All their, okay. We come to their church services uh, 
Well, prior to coming in, we have an initial setup fee, look through all their worship songs, Mm -hmm. have some kind of consultations one-on-one with the staff, that kind of stuff. So there's a little bit of a setup fee involved there. Look at all their brochures. Right. But then there's like a monthly retainer where we basically are just kind of present and offer ongoing consultation with, you know, let's let's tone back on, on asking people to receive all of God. Or to take feeling him God all, inside of or, me. Or, yeah, yeah. Um, Let's maybe not go deeper. Yeah, or harder. I have a question. Um, will any worship songs still exist? <laughs> yeah, there'll be a few. Well, could there'll we have them beeped out like it's swear words? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. No, Secondly, good. could we have some sort of mechanism like a dog collar where we zap the pastors when they say something? Ooh. Like we just sit. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. I'm in. <laughs> okay. All right. So all all uh, all the money. All the Done? money. Yeah. Cool. Only if I get it's to zap pastors. I uh twenty percent. I'm backing it down. Twenty <laughs> percent. You get twenty percent now. I want that five. Back. <laughs> no pagers and zappers <laughs> included. I want twenty five. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Christy. And Dana. Thank you, Dana. Mm-hmm. Dana gets real credit on that one. Um, all right, Christina. Well, you, you have a drone strike. Drone strike. I do. I have a drone strike. That's a hashtag wedding chat drone Ooh. strike. Oh, wow. Okay. This was an article that I read today brought to you by... Um, Dawn Hafner. Um, I think she's a listener, not friend of the <laughs> show, but um, great person anyways. Um, this is one of the traditions of weddings that I absolutely hate. I think it's weird and gross and it just needs to be uh, done away with, which is the um, throwing of the bouquet mm-hmm. where I don't know if people don't know this, but I'll just give a background the bouquet that is carried by the bride all the single ladies are then put up in a spotlight and everyone looks at them and then you throw a bouquet at them and the person who catches it is supposedly the next one are you one really to get explaining this right now yeah just in case people don't know okay <laughs> Wait, of no, all of sh- the things in the world that I'm you decide to, to explain no, I'm getting to something. Just a you second. You talk about so much stuff <laughs> that nobody has any idea what it is, and you just glaze over it. You're throwing out names, <laughs> like people should just know who they are, and you just roll right ju- through. But then you stop down to explain, <laughs> to explain to our wonderful listeners what the throwing of the bouquet is yes. at weddings. Okay, so okay, this already is a <laughs> terrible, degrading oh, yeah. tradition. Mm-hmm. But I just read an article today that the new tradition in Christian weddings Mm -hmm. is for the bride to go to each one of the single women Mm -hmm. invited to the wedding and hand them a flower pulled out of their bouquet and pray with them. That they'll find their perfect mate? To find their husbands. Yeah. It's uh, so gross. Okay, I don't know if this is a Christian thing or if this is a, a, every wedding thing because as we've recently discovered, Christian <laughs> apparently Christian weddings have a lot of really weird traditions that yes. I didn't know were weird until you went to your first Christian wedding. Yeah. But the there is always such an obsession uh, with single people at weddings. 
especially single women, get like taunted and harassed for the entire wedding. Really? You're next. When are you going to get married? It's your turn next. When are you going to like, it's a, it's a thing. Is that all weddings or is that just Christian weddings? I've never weddings? noticed that. I would say that if there's a couple that's been together a long time, you might say, oh, are you the next one? And, but no, I mean, the only thing that's really like that is the bouquet toss. And there's always lots of talk of usually some kind of hopeful bride lady, like bride lady being the bride <laughs> the bride is usually like don't worry ladies you'll find your prince charming soon just like I that kind of stuff no i would punch someone <laughs> that's so gross and always like the bouquet toss i never would do it and hmm. um what i love is this is this cute tradition where you give the bouquet to the couple that's been together the longest mm-hmm. but it it just seems weird to so you're having a party about your wedding and your marriage mm-hmm. and then you focus it on like the people who can't get married who haven't tied the knot yet who haven't found someone it's just so gross yeah no it's all weird i can get behind that so i'm drone striking <laughs> both the bouquet so toss and are you gonna have a bouquet at our no reception <laughs> and even if i did i want to do that but I, i'm gonna have a garter right but, and you're gonna take the garter off of me and well then yeah of course shoot it at the kids or something what happens yeah. um so that i'm not going to describe the tradition of where that came from but that's pretty gross too everyone should read uh. about the history of the garter but i'm not just drone striking just <laughs> the tradition of yeah the bouquet toss but also this new go around and pity the single girls and mm. Mm. pray for them okay. fuck that <laughs> okay all right all right i'm well, just disgusted i can't do anymore well then uh there's no better time for this am i a jerk yes i'm a jerk everybody's jerking around yeah Am I a jerk? Well, you be the judge. Jeremy's never seen the movie The Jerk. Yeah. Everybody's jerking around. All right, Christina. So this one is... This is... uh, I mean, I know where I know where you're going to come down on this, so I'm really curious in hearing from the audience on this one. Am I a jerk? Let us know. Hit us up on Facebook or tweet us or whatever. Just let us know if you think I'm a jerk or not. Now, can am I allowed to add things to it? Yeah, I mean, okay. Uh, I let's know try. I don't want to get too far into the weeds on it, but we need to make sure to present facts so everybody can at least make a fair judgment. Okay, okay. so we're at a Father's Day party. Christina's not feeling well. We're at a Father's Day party. Uh, Christy needs to go to the doctor. Because she thinks she has strep throat. To be fair, I've been telling her for, I think, four days, you should go to the doctor if you think you have strep throat. You should go to the doctor. You should go to the doctor. She continually ignored me. Um, she, she finally decided to go. She finally decided she was going to go to the doctor. I did not know this. I did not know that she was planning on going to the doctor when we left the party. Uh, she said, uh, I'm ready to go. And I said, okay, great. Let me go give my daughter a heads up. She's playing with her uh, nephews and wanted to give her some time to get out of there. So I said, Hey, 15 minute warning. We're leaving. And we got to go. Uh, 15 minutes 
expanded into like maybe 20 or 25 minutes. And we left probably 10 minutes later than the 15 minutes that we said we were going to on the way home. Christy's acting kind of upset. And I go, what's up? Why are you acting upset? And she said, well, I'm going to have to reschedule my doctor's appointment. And I said, what? And she goes, well, first of all, this is Saturday, by the way, Saturday at like five or five thirty. She goes, well, I made a doctor's appointment. You told me we're going to leave in 15 minutes and I made a doctor's appointment. And now I'm late because you left it. You took longer than 15 minutes, but you told me we're going to leave in 15 minutes. And I said, well, Christy, if you would have told me that you had a hard out and you needed to leave at a certain time, then I would have made sure that we left at that time. And she said, I shouldn't have to tell you, which I mean, I get that. I get that to a certain extent. And I always try and be respectful of the time situation. And I don't believe that I was way overboard with getting out the door. But I feel Chrissy feels like I was a jerk. I feel like I'm not a jerk. I want to know what you guys think. I need to add two to three pieces of information. <laughs> Number one, you said, I'm going to give... I'm going to give her a 10 minute notice. And I said, please let it be five minutes. And I hear you say, we're leaving in 20 minutes. And then you set a timer for 20 minutes. That actually happened. Okay. So we agreed on five minutes and you set a timer for 20 minutes. I guess for the sake of the argument, I will agree to that. I don't think that's necessarily true, but I mean, I was the one that was not, you know, sick delirious from whatever drugs I'd been taking all day. I hadn't taken any. That but. was the point. <laughs> Secondly, I you had somewhere to go mm -hmm. and I was taking care of her mm -hmm. after this party. Mm -hmm. So that is why I made the appointment because you had to be somewhere at a certain time. Right. So there's that. But I mean, again, because I don't want people to get sidetracked on this. I had also arranged backup child care if needed. Like I did have an obligation, something that I needed to go to. It wasn't just a fun thing. I wasn't like going to hang out with friends or go to a movie. It's kind of a, 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 a regular commitment that I have on Saturday nights. It's an important thing that I have to go to. And it's a standing appointment on the calendar. And I made backup plans. So yes, you were taking and the our third, daughter. The third, the third point <laughs> is that the backup plan was that I would leave her at the house, mm -hmm. drive, up, drive up yes. here. It would have involved you having to, to drive an extra 15 care, minutes. And then come back <laughs> yeah. when all I wanted to do was go to the doctor and then go mm -hmm. to sleep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. It would have involved extra driving, yes, but not taking but also a five-year-old to the doctor. We had also been there since 12. Yeah. Okay. So that's a really long day. Listen, again, I don't want to get too far off the rails here. What I need. So, yes, here's what I feel. I feel uh, there's a reasonable expectation that if there is a hard out, if there's a commitment or something going on that needs to happen, if we need to be out by a certain point for some reason, because you made an appointment and you have to be somewhere. I feel like that's something that should be expressed up front. And you're saying that it should not. That's that's what it boils down no, to. No, no, no. I don't necessarily think I was in the right by not telling you that part. Where I thought you were a jerk was you said 10 minutes. I said five. Please, can it be five minutes? And then you went. You said yes and instantly went down and told her 20. And I'm saying you're a jerk for not telling me that there was a hard out. 
It shouldn't matter. We agreed to 10 minutes. Okay. So that's really, that's, that's the, that's the crux that we're getting to here. That's the. And because I know that's that five minutes to you means 15 mm-hmm. and 10 means 20 to 30 and 20 means 30 to 45 minutes. All the more reason for you to let, make it known that there was a hard out, that there was an appointment that you had to make. That's all I'm saying. We'll let the people decide. Okay. Let us know. This has not traditionally gone well for me in the past, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, let us know what you guys think. You can Facebook us or tweet us or whatever and let us know because <laughs> I'm curious. Um, you can also vote for, we shouldn't have had to go because I was sick. <laughs> That's an option, people. Mm. Um, okay. Christy. Yes. One last thing and then we'll get out of here. I have a piece of timely space news for you timely space news t-minus three minutes and counting five four three two one liftoff we have a liftoff do you know the next holiday coming up canada day july the 4th july the 4th independence day there's going to be fireworks happening down here in the united states of america guess where else there will be fireworks and by fireworks i mean a robot entering orbit of a distant planet. (laughs) So not fireworks at all. No, 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 no. Uh, There will be some exciting space news happening on the 4th of July. Tune into NASA TV or not. Um, There's going to be a spacecraft called the Juno spacecraft that will be arriving at the planet Jupiter. It was sent there five years ago. It's been flying through the solar system on its way to Jupiter, the largest planet in our solar system. to go do a bunch of experiments on it. It's been traveling there, like I said, for five years. It's going to be arriving and, uh, speaking of innuendo, inserting itself into orbit on July 4th. And who sent this? And you'll be able to watch. Is this a NASA it thing? It is NASA, yes. It was actually built. Uh, parts of it were built at the Jet Propulsion Laboratory. How much did it cost? Just was with my daughter. I'm not sure how much it cost, Christy. But here's some. (laughs) There's something really interesting about it. So, well, there's a there's a number of really interesting things. First of all, you'll be able to uh, watch, quote unquote. You'll be able to watch scientists receive the data confirming that it has in fact entered orbit on July 4th. You'll be able to watch this all live at, at Na- on NASA TV. Which, if you have like a Roku box, or you can just go to NASA.com. There's a NASA TV channel and you can watch it for free and they'll be covering it live with all sorts of fun information about the mission and all that kind of stuff. So that's cool. It's coming up on July 4th. I keep on saying 4th. Is it in the morning? Hold, please. Hold, please. I'm glad you asked that, Christy. Uh, there will be a pre-orbit insertion briefing at JPL at noon on NASA TV. And then at 10.30 p.m. Pacific time on July 4th, orbit insertion and NASA TV commentary will begin. So after you watch the fireworks and everything's kind of settling down, come on inside, flip on the old TV <laughs> and watch the show. There won't be live pictures, but there will be lots of great commentary. The There will be... 
scientists talking about the mission, people that have actually worked on it, talking about what's going on. It'll be super interesting. I guarantee you will learn tons of stuff that you've never learned before. Here's something really interesting about this Juno mission, Christina. It has a camera on it called the Juno Cam. It's also being referred to as the People's Camera, which is kind of cool. So the the it has a camera on it. It has a bunch of scientific instruments, but this camera is actually not a crucial piece of it's not a, a crucial piece of equipment. It's not needed on on the satellite uh, to accomplish all of the scientific objectives of the mission. Its primary purpose on, I mean, they're going to use it for lots of uh, scientific research, obviously, but the primary purpose for this camera being on board the spacecraft is actually just for outreach to get the public excited about space missions and space exploration and that kind of stuff. So it's kind of cool. It's being called the People's Camera. The reason it's being called the People's Camera is because um, on on the the NASA website, there's actually a website where for for years now they've been collecting or they've been collecting amateur um, astronomers photos of Jupiter. So they've been having people take pictures of the planet, zoom in as close as they can with their telescopes and different pieces of equipment and send in the pictures. They're using those pictures to create a map. They put this map up on a website and they've asked the public to point out places of interest that they would like this camera to point at. Hmm. And so basically they're crowdsourcing they're they're crowdsourcing what they're going to take pictures with of this camera when it finally gets to Jupiter. Which is crazy cool. Yeah. Like I mean, you Christy could go on there and actually have a say in something that's happening millions of miles away. That's awesome. <laughs> you seem so thrilled. Well, I know I'm going to have to watch it, so <laughs> I'll save my excitement for then. It'll be fun to watch. I mean, I uh, the they do a really good job of making this stuff interesting. I think that it'll be fun if you have kids that are up or can't sleep because of the fireworks. It would be a great thing to uh, have them watch. It'll be really fun and interesting. Um, this is something that's never happened before, so it'll be a uh, it'll be awesome. It'll be awesome. Uh, the photos themselves, unfortunately, we won't actually be able to see them till August. Why? Uh, it just takes time. They're, mm. The camera is not going to be on during the orbit insertion because they're having all of the resources on the spacecraft devoted to making sure that it arrives safely on the planet before they boot up the camera and start taking pictures and that kind of stuff. So they're not going to have the pictures until then and then it takes some time to actually make a couple passes. I think it's a really big elliptical orbit that's going around Jupiter and it's actually a 14 day orbit around the planet. And so they're going to only be taking pictures at certain points in that orbit. And um, it's going to take some time to get all that stuff going and get the data back and get it all processed and released and everything. But if you're interested about this and you want to hear more, there is a fantastic podcast that I would highly recommend from the planetary society. It's called planetary radio. I will link to a bunch of resources and articles in the show notes here. I might even do a special rad space news blog post about it this week because uh, let's be honest. I think it's pretty rad. <laughs> okay. People are very excited for that. You don't, I mean, it doesn't get you excited in the least. Yeah, it's cool. And I know we're going to watch it. <laughs> okay. And okay. then you'll explain it all to me again. I think it'll be fun. I think it's going to be fun. You guys check it out. Also, I will say this. Uh, if you want to learn more or you want to make sure you don't miss anything, I have a Twitter account where all I do is retweet space stuff. It's at rad space news. All one word. 
at RadSpaceNews on Twitter. Give it a follow. I just retweet tons. I follow like 500 space accounts on there. And I retweet and share all sorts of cool information and stuff that's going on. So check that out. Yeah. Uh, did you have anything else before we before we take this baby in for a landing, Christina? I don't. Nothing at all? I don't think so. Okay. Well, as always, guys, you can find out everything that you need. We talk about lots of stuff in every show. All of the articles and stuff that we talk about, I try and link back to them on the website. If you want to let us know, weigh in on the Am I a Jerk? If you want to let us know how you feel if you own an AR-15 and if you plan to keep it or why you got it. Uh, if you want to tell us that we're idiots or whatever, we love to hear from you. I'd love to share your feedback and hear and have a conversation. So hit us up. All you need to remember, nerdoutloudpod.com. We share all the show notes on there, all of our contact information on there, our Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff, nerdoutloudpod.com. Super easy. And uh, that's all you need to remember. So check it out. Christina, do you have any last words? Never wait for cake. Hey, Christy, how does Jupiter hold up its trousers? Uh, s- With uh, an asteroid belt. Oh. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Watch your nerd flag fly. <laughs> wait, what? What? No. What? Say it. Say your thing. Say. I was going to say like Orion's belt or something. Orion's kind of belt. Like yeah. That. I knew it was belt. No. Watch your nerd flag fly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>